0: We will go ahead and get started with our post-practice press conference, joined now by Joseph Newgarden, driving the number one Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet for the team this weekend here at Road America, finished fastest, finished fastest in today's morning practice. Joseph, what are you feeling from the car, and, uh, and f- what are you thinking of your chances this weekend heading into Sunday's race?
1: Yeah, it feels pretty good. I mean, um, we didn't have any big issues to start out, but, um, you know, it's the first session, so you always got to be a little bit careful of where that's going to go. Trend-wise, it looked like a couple guys did two sets of tires, not many. Um, So I was looking more at degradation. It looks similar to last year. Actually, the feeling of the car is very similar to last year to me um, in a lot of respects. Um, You can get away with more power slides this year. I I, I was talking to my teammates, and we actually were all having these massive slides on the exits of, like, T12, T14. And and, um, this car is a little bit more – it's more engaging, so it lets you know when it's going to happen and – you can you can get away with more which is kind of fun. It's fun so that that's a difference from last year but I think our cars seem you know pretty strong to start we just got to look after them and, and try and progress you know equally through the weekend with everyone else why they do the same
0: behind you you have Tukumasato. behind him Alexander Rossi so a little bit of parody up front I know it's kind of early and everyone's just trying to figure out their their package around this track. But who are you seeing that you feel like it looks really strong, might be some of your competitors for pole tomorrow?
1: Yeah, it's hard to tell. I mean, if you look at last year, last year actually we were, I think Rossi was the quickest in session one last year with a Honda. So uh, it's kind of similar this year where you have it all mixed up and then session two might tell a a better story of what's really going to happen throughout the weekend. And uh, same thing with session three. You know, you might have an even a better insight. So it seems like as the track rubbers up, you start to really get a better picture of where everyone's at. I, that's that's the only thing I would caution from session one is you know maybe it's not showing the full picture. Um, but I think Wickens looks good. He was good at the test from what I saw here uh, a week ago. So I think he'll be he'll be very strong. And then I would expect Andretti to be good. They look strong in that first session, and and uh, Dixon as well. I think Dixon will be right up there. Looking at him last year.
0: What does it mean to you that this particular track, it seems to be one of the favorites of of most of the drivers in the paddock?
1: It's just a great driver's track. I mean, it's so, I mean, it's a great IndyCar track. You know, you you look at the cars around here and and it's exciting to be around this place and and not only to drive them, but I think to watch all the other support series. Uh, There's just kind of a buzz about it, you know, and you feel an energy around this place that you don't get everywhere. Um, It just feels like a proper IndyCar track, and, and people use that terminology a lot which I think is is uh, very fitting you know it's just an awesome track you don't get many places that are four miles so you really open up the legs of the car um, you, you really have to put it on the limit you know on high-speed corners to try and get the most out of it it can bite you you know you, you don't have a ton of place to hide here if you mess up it's gonna it's gonna show it it'll show the mistake um, so I think guys like it for, for those characteristic reasons and you know it's just the fan support up here has been incredible i mean everyone's very knowledgeable about what's happening in the series and, and that's that's fun to be in that atmosphere
0: speaking of fan support i saw on twitter yesterday that there is actually a joseph's new garden in I the campsite that. with your face plastered as if it's plants. multiple faces it's, it's a lot of faces they have like
1: ve- a vegetable garden with my faces you know so uh i, I have to go see them i think i forget where they are i think they're in turn one yeah potentially yeah okay so i, I have to go visit them because yeah. they've built this garden up um which is super cool so uh yeah i that's you get that type of stuff around here. You know, people that come in camp yeah. and then have a good time and they make a whole weekend out of it and it's a tradition for a lot of people. I, I think that's that's fun to be a part of, you know, that type of atmosphere.
0: And I'd be remiss not to mention that you were recently nominated for an ESPY award earlier this week. Talk about that honor and, and sort of as you're looking at The progression of your career, what that means to you?
1: Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, you know, the the, obviously the ESPYS are you know huge recognition um, within sports, and and to represent IndyCar and and that mix is a big deal. Um, So I feel honored just to be you know included on the list. I mean, they only have four people listed there for for best drivers, so that's you know it's a it's a narrow list, and to be considered on there is is a huge deal. Um, So a lot of that's you know down to the the team, Team Penske, and what they what they did last year. They put us in a position to be successful and. And I think they're, they're recognizing that. So it's, it's very much uh, about the team more than just the, the individual drivers, in my opinion. But, you know, huge honor. And um, I, I'm excited to go out there and, and see the event. I've heard great things about it. Awesome.
0: Any questions for Joseph? Yes, Wolfgang. Okay.
1: <laughs> That's good. Yeah, Thank you. That's positive.
0: Uh, Joseph, I think you tested here earlier was there any significant changes made after the test to the car which put you in a quickest position?
1: Oh, I didn't test. Oh, didn't I test? wasn't here. No, no, no. I think they only had uh, six or eight cars. I don't even know how many were here, but yeah, I, I saw some information from the test. Um, you know, I read quotes and you know some driver uh, talk of, w- of what they were experiencing. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we rolled off really good because our cars were good here last year. They seemed to, you know, be similar from a trend standpoint. So. Yeah, I don't know if the te- if it's changed much from the test. I think it's probably cooled off. From everything I've heard, it was hotter here last weekend, so that's probably the biggest difference for those guys.
0: So it's not a disadvantage to give the test.
1: Here. So far, no, but maybe maybe it will be towards the end of the weekend and we'll we'll wish we did. Steve, at what part of the season or or do you start thinking about the championship? Um I mean, you think about it all the time. You know, I mean, it's a lot of it's out of your control though you the way i look at it is it's one race at a time you know you're just trying to maximize one race at a time we still have a long way to go now i mean we're only halfway through so i I think crunch time is probably more around three or four races to go then it's really crunch time and, and you really get an idea if you're in the mix or you're not um that's what i would say uh, <coughs> sorry, the Penske Chevys have been pretty good on road courses this year. How, has that been able to translate, or did it feel like you were, had a better setup in the first session than your teammates who were a little further down the order? Yeah, I think those guys will be strong. I, I, saw, I saw their stuff, and, and they, look, they look good. So I, I expect them to be right up there in the second session and, and third session. Um, you know, our cars were really good here last year. Everyone kind of, you know, I think saw that, that we had good performance. I think that's carried over. I think the Chevy package has been really good this weekend. Um, I think it should be, you know, this is a track more suited, I think, to to our package and, and what Chevrolet's done. So hopefully that is something we can carry through performance-wise through the rest of the weekend. Um, but the first session's really hard to gauge. Like if I si- if you look at last year's first session, it didn't really tell the full story, and I don't think this one did either. So, you know, maybe maybe we'll pull more clear in the second session, or maybe. You know, maybe maybe it'll still be mixed up or maybe Hondas are stronger. So I, I don't really know yet until we get through this afternoon. Chris. With how long the laps are here and how many corners there are, how much more satisfying is it to get a perfect lap here than, say, another track that may not be as long? Yeah, it's uh, you know, it doesn't feel that way when you're putting a lap together. Um, you know, it feels like you put a lap together on a short track. You just have those straightaways to open everything up. So you have more time to think about what's happening. Um, I guess, it, you know, Saying that when you make a mistake in a corner, it gives you more time to be pissed about it you know <laughs> until you get to the next corner afterwards. but um, yeah, it is it's a long lap. I mean generally when you're testing stuff now, you go out, you do it a long out lap and you do one lap and then you come right back in. You know it's really only one lap you need to evaluate something now and you kind of have to do that from a time standpoint because it's so long you don't want to burn up too many laps testing a change. so I, I, uh, I try and just do one lap whenever I want to feel something out.
0: We'll take our last question from Dave.
1: Uh, let's let's go back to the uh, that power slide thing you were talking about. Can you can you describe a little bit more in depth? Kind of put us in the seat for what what you experience. Yeah, I mean w- with th- this car, it talks to you a lot more. It gives you a lot more feedback. So, you know, when you're on the edge of of breaking the rear free, you get a lot more warning for that. And so, like places like T12 or even the carousel or Turn 14, you'll be coming off after max load. And you'll be finishing the corner and, and the rear will just start talking to you and maybe say it's you know it's too much it's too much and you can actually go to the point where it is too much and, and completely break the rear free and you can have these huge moments now with this car where y- you're completely crossed up and you would think you're wrecking but you can somehow straighten it back up and continue the lap so it's kind of fun because I had three or four of those where you know I think of the old car you probably would have spun off or wrecked if you got that sideways whereas this thing It just has a longer string. You know, the string doesn't break as quickly as the old car did.
0: Joseph, thanks for coming in. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.